0: International rugby coverage on the Country Sport Breakfast is proudly brought to you by Access Solutions, elevating you and your business to a higher level.
1: Well, time to talk Super Rugby now on the show. We're at round nine of uh, the Super Rugby Pacific competition uh, in the rear view mirror, so to speak. Joining us on the show this morning to recap is the captain of our commentary team and one half of the Rugby Direct podcast,
0: Elliot Smith. Morning, Elliot. Hello, BK.
1: Hope you're well. Hope you survived the weekend all right.
0: Yeah, can't complain. Look, another weekend where there's only been sort of four games. Uh, this weekend, we, we ramp up back to the, the usual level with, with six. But, um, you know, I think New Zealand teams, apart from the Highlanders, would be relatively happy with the um, the weekend that was, at least in terms of results, maybe not necessarily, uh, you know, full eighty minute performances.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that first one. Friday night, the Chiefs, eight from eight so far. I mean, is anybody going to beat them?
0: Well, it's hard to see at this point in time, isn't it? I mean, they've got the Crusaders this coming weekend yeah. in Hamilton and uh, a couple of other roadblocks potentially along the way. The Brumbies away uh, and also you know, maybe the last round as well. Though they, they may rest a few players if they're their really top seed locked away. But um, it's, it's hard to see, really, the Crusaders um, are a chance, of course, this weekend. They're always a chance of beating the, um, the Chiefs. But uh, the Chiefs are going as, as favourites this weekend and, Um, It was just a a simple case of um, turning up, doing the job and and, and banking the competition points for the Chiefs. Uh, I thought on Friday night, obviously, the the rain was around in Hamilton, um, but it didn't seem to bother the Chiefs too much. They were just... um, put the switch and and did the job and um you know, um you know swiped in swiped out as mm. it were and um <laughs> uh, and basically did the job and I mean it you know there was good performances across the board from them again uh, Brent Gatland I thought was good at ten but uh, Damian McKenzie obviously remains um you know a very very good um and and their first choice ten option but um I think that the Chiefs would be very very happy with what they did against the draw they they scored some entertaining tries the draw. Had some moments, but the game was always sort of out of reach for them. And um, as you say, eight from eight, and uh, with a big, big old Kiwi derby to come this weekend, the Chiefs are sitting very, very pretty in terms of uh, the competition and, and banking that all-important uh, yeah, number one seat for the clubs, which you know are still a wee way off. But um, you know, at, at this point in time, um, yeah, everyone's chasing them, and the, the work needed to, to claw them away from that top seat is um, is pretty significant for the for the other sides in that top eight race.
1: I loved Brodie Retallick's try. It was an absolute ripper, wasn't it?
0: Oh, it was absolutely oh, and fantastic. Um, yeah, and, and look, that's what they're capable of. You know, the, the wet conditions and in, in Hamilton uh, throughout that evening didn't seem to, to bother the Chiefs, and that's almost a, a warning, isn't it, to the other teams that we're willing to play this way? You know, rain, hail, or shine, uh, we can still um, you know play in these conditions, mm. and um, I, I think. Um, the Chiefs are just so confident in their game plan this year. Um, that's what I really like about them. Is it, is it doesn't seem to bother them, you know, what the the opposition is or the the rain or whatever it is. They just they just turn up and um, are able to to flick the switch and um, and and play the game that they want to play. And I think there's there's something to be admired about the the confidence they do have to to, to roll that out.
1: An interesting show from the Crusaders in in Melbourne against the Rebels. They were down twenty four twelve. At this, at the half, and even down with ten minutes to go, then they seem to flick the switch.
0: Yeah, uh, it looks. Yeah, another Crusaders performance where they probably left a wee bit to be desired, and um,
1: we yeah. keep asking, you
0: know, you know, when are they going to, um, you know, stride in this Super Rugby competition? And it hasn't really happened. We saw glimpses of it a few weeks back against the Blues. You know, they're on a what a, I think five-game unbeaten run now that loss to the draw, but it again feels like they haven't really hit their straps now the question is whether they'll ever come or whether they'll still turn in these um, performances this season where um, you know perhaps 70% you know performance isn't, is good enough to beat an Australian side but it certainly won't be good enough to beat the chiefs uh, this weekend um, in Hamilton but they, they were good enough in the end to beat the rebels uh, as you say, the first half was pretty shoddy, and, uh, and that continued into the second half. Poor handling, um, couldn't get their game going. It felt like every time they were uh, on attack, you know, they'd go through two phases and some would knock it on. They just couldn't seem to um, hit their stride. Yet um, somehow they emerged with a bonus point victory. Um, They've got a lot to thank their reserves bench you know, for that. Their um, mm. reserve hooker, Ioane Muanunu, was superb. I thought coming off the bench, Dallas McLeod, reshaped the attack well. Um, and, uh, and from the starters, David haveli had a very, very good game, but uh, they, they were certainly clunky for for probably sixty five minutes of that game. Yet they emerged with the five points, and I mean, I'm, I'm in two minds about that. It's good to bang the points, um, and maximum points when you're not playing very well, but at the same time, the question remains for the Crusaders: When are they going to play well? And and maybe it comes this week against the Chiefs or. Maybe it doesn't um, come until the playoffs, and um, you know, maybe it doesn't come at all. That's, a, that's a, a, a real question, I guess, for the Crusaders because you know they've been, I mean, keeping us hanging for so long. Um, I guess that the question is, when will it all click for them this season?
1: Maybe Saturday night at FMG Stadium in Hamilton. Let's do the the Blues and the Tarzan. you called this one, and the Blues finally hitting their straps. They haven't quite looked like the side from twenty twenty two that made the final, have they?
0: No, they certainly haven't. Uh, look, Leon McDonald post-game um, sort of said, job done, and that was what, really what they needed to do on Saturday night. Home crowd, uh, the playing of understrength Waratahs team, missing uh, Michael Hooper, um, host of other players on, on injuries or Wallabies rest. Um, you know, they're their star winger, Mark They didn't make the trip across the Tasman. Um, Gid Holloway also wasn't there, so... Uh, sorry, New Hannigan wasn't there, Jet Hollow was But there was very, very few um, experienced players in that Waratahs team Especially um, up front They they really did um, have a pretty soft back in terms of uh, experience And then some of their players in the back line um, in key positions You know, fullback was on starting debut um, Other yeah, bench players were on their um, super rugby debuts as well So for the, the Blues just sort of were patient I thought I thought it was a pretty patient performance with them by and large, you know they they had opportunities, a lot of ball in the first sort of 20 minutes, and weren't really getting a lot of reward for it. But just began to accumulate, and up by 13 at half time, Continued that after uh, after the break, even as the rain started to to fall again at Eden Park, and um, yeah, a couple of wobbles for the the Blues. They um, at one stage led a couple of tries in from the Waratahs, and that bonus point. You know the three tries ahead of your opposition, of course, went from being. Um, a certainty to being six three, and if the Waratahs score again, that bonus point's gone. So um, there was a couple of moments of the Blues that they won't be overly happy with, but um, you know, putting 50 on the point, uh, 50 points on the board for mm. a second straight game against Aussie opposition, you can't um, you can't complain about that too much. And um, you know, the tricky trip this week against Druid and Fiji, we know how difficult that has been for um, teams so far this year. So, um, yeah, they're pretty happy getting five points out of that one and even Parkins uh, moving on to the next.
1: And the the Highlanders really letting the team down. Pretty poor performance in Perth by them, going down 30-17. to
0: Yeah, look, I I suspected this might happen. Um, You know, the Force hadn't had a lot of games at home this season. I think this is their first home game in about six weeks. Um, And they've had a few injuries out, so they had a few players coming back for... The force and the Highlanders obviously have some players out, you know, no jurisdiction. Um, Both of their first choice halfbacks were missing uh, for that game. Um, So they were under strength, the Highlanders. Um, Even still, um, it was an era riddled and discipline poor performance from the Highlanders. Uh, You know, a lot of yellow cards dished out by referee Nick Berry. They um, allowed the Western Force, I think, that the key moment was when they took control, the Force just took control early. Um, and it felt like Highlanders were always playing catch up, and even though they got to within seven soon after half time, um, sorry, or even after half, half time, it, it felt like they were always still behind the eight ball uh, in terms of the contest and, and allowed the force just to dictate things probably a little too much um, in that game. And, you know, the Highlanders need to be careful. You know, there's, they're still in that playoff mix for the, the lower seedings, uh, but they're still going to get knocked out, you know, first time last year, and they should be still in the mix this year, but. Um, you know, the, the, they should be banking these um, these wins against Australian teams. Credit to the force, though, they they did, as I said, they hadn't played home in a number of weeks. They uh, had a few players back from injury, and they, they thought they were good for probably 60 minutes of that game uh, against the Highlanders, who also have a tricky game against the Waratahs this week, who have got a lot of players coming back. Um, you know, Michael Huygens will come back into that team for the game. And Sydney, having said that, the... the, the um, will get the likes of Aaron Smith back for that game in Sydney. So uh, it's shaping is a crucial game for the uh, Plough Hopes this weekend for the Highlanders uh, in Sydney, and they, uh, they take on the Waratahs.
1: I'm looking forward to Saturday night's game, the Chiefs and the Crusaders. It's going to be a ripper. Hey, Elliot, thanks for joining us this morning. Pleasure, mate. Anytime.